Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, it was interesting, yesterday I had a, had a phone call from someone and um, they asked me a question about auctions in Brisbane. Um, so today we've decided we're going to have a uh, talk about auctions um, and just go through what's changed and, and how auctions are becoming not only popular, but actually quite successful here in Brisbane. Yes, welcome back, everybody. We have prepared a lot of information to share with you today. And as usual, when I read the national news headlines, I just shake my head because I realise that most of the national news headlines apply predominantly to Sydney and Melbourne property markets, which are the larger markets in terms of volume. However, when we look at Brisbane and um the, the way the Brisbane market operates, it is always slightly different. So those national news headlines that you may be reading, especially if you're located in Sydney and Melbourne, may not apply to Brisbane. And that's why we are trying to cut through the headlines and help people understand what we are seeing on the ground. And I know this episode has also come off the back of the fact that uh, CoreLogic have put forward some information this week with a headline saying clearance rates begin to fall. Um, as auction volumes remain high. Now, that is relevant for Sydney and Melbourne, but not for Brisbane. So please don't be confused when you read national headlines and think that they apply to all property markets. And we are going to cut through all of the information today to give you what's updated for Brisbane and what's actually going on here on the ground. It's interesting when you talk about different markets. Again, another call I had last week from someone with an inquiry and the questions they were throwing to me were, were things like, you know, what's happening cautious about all of Australia's market and markets throughout everywhere in Australia and we really do focus on Brisbane um, market as you say markets within markets um, so there there are very very different areas to buy in and, and different areas within a city itself um, so you know you, you can't just look especially at a nationwide when you look at things especially when it comes to auctions mm. um, when you look at the um, the amount of auctions and the clearance rates um, as you said, with the headline saying that the clearance rates are falling um, from last weekend, I think we were at 82%, something like that. So they're definitely not not falling, uh, especially in Brisbane. Um, I think um, the auctions are becoming more of a trend and, and people are tending to go that way. Yeah, so our local market in Brisbane and throughout southeast Queensland, in fact, uh, we've always done auctions, but they've never been as popular, if you like, as the larger property markets of Sydney and Melbourne. So they've always typically been the auction capitals of the country. However, Brisbane seems to be catching up. And what we're now realising is that the percentage of properties that go to auction has lifted substantially here in Brisbane as a proportion of the total number of sales. And based on percentages, um, we're actually now on par with the likes of Sydney and Melbourne. So, you know, obviously the auction volumes are going to be a lot higher in Sydney and Melbourne simply because they are much larger markets. So when we're looking at the number of properties that go to auction, yes, there's definitely going to be more auctions in Sydney and Melbourne. But as I mentioned, as a percentage of total sales, Brisbane is now on par, which it never has been. So it definitely indicates something's changed in the last 12 months, Scott? Yeah, I think the big changes, I, I think were probably late 2020 um, when we really did change and we started to turn more to the auctions. Look, it, it's it's hard to know why. I, look, there's a lot of buyers um, out there. So definitely that, that the market at the moment, there's, there's a lot of buyers out there. People are looking for that certainty as well. 
um, when you go to an auction, it's cash unconditional. Um, so, you know, I think that certainty for the seller, knowing that people that are people that are coming, it's a definite buy. You know, they don't have to worry about finance. They don't have to worry about the building and pest. They will supply. So up here in Queensland, a little bit different, and, and this is some people um, are a bit unsure on this one. Um, generally, the building and pest, especially if you go to auction, you'll probably find most of the time, um, majority of the time, the, the sellers will actually supply a building and pest report for you to view. Um, you can view that. You can review it, go through it all. It is done by an independent, as I've mentioned, I think, last week in the podcast. Um, so you have that, that. They do supply a lot of information for you. It's up to you to get your finance organised as well. And obviously, you know, buyer beware, it is up to you to do all of the due diligence up front before you bid. Uh, so if you do rely on that report from others, it's important to understand the content within that report, but also perform other due diligence that um, you will be able to through your own physical inspection and through your own searches prior to, you know, turning up for auction. But I definitely think that you know, the number of auctions in Brisbane has been progressively increasing simply because, you know, our market conditions at the moment are very favourable towards auctions where there's low supply, meaning that there's, you know, few quality properties that become available for sale. And for every single property, there's multiple buyers. So, you know, for a seller, what better way to throw all the buyers in the ring and um, and have them fight it out publicly to see who wants to pay the most. And ultimately, that's what the auction process uh, provides. It provides a very transparent way to extract the highest amount for a property. And I think a lot of sales agents are, have been promoting this method of sale simply to get the best possible price on the day. And I guess if you look at it another way, if you don't go to auction and you go basically for negotiation, not that, we, not that there's too much negotiation these days <laughs> at the market, multiple but um, it goes to a multiple offer. Now, when you go to a multiple offer, it's basically a, like a blind auction. So you have to put your best and final offer in, and that can be with conditions. So the conditions are critical then as well. So you have to put your best and final in. Whereas an auction, it's very transparent. Everyone knows what the, the, the highest bid is. So it's very transparent that way. I actually think it's it's the most transparent way to, to do it. And people can actually then bid and you know what you're, you're actually up against and where, those, um, where the other registered bidders are. Yeah, I think that, you know, in, in Brisbane at the moment, it's it's been a positive to be running auctions even through some of the short, sharp lockdowns that we've had as well because a lot of the auctions have been able to very quickly um, convert to online auctions in the event that we've had those, you know, shutdowns or restrictions associated with the pandemic. So I think that that's ensured that the sellers still get um, a marketing campaign and we definitely didn't see any you know, slow down in the number of bidders that were bidding when it became an online auction. And we've got a, an example of that a little bit later today that we'll be talking about because whether you're in, in a live auction or whether you're actually bidding online in a, um, you know, a, a different hybrid form of an auction, um, you still have a level of transparency that you don't have with a multiple offer process, which I think buyers really, you know, do prefer. And the only other thing, I guess, when we're talking auctions with, with people, again, it's different from state to state. You have to be registered in, in Queensland um, to bid at an auction. Um, just make sure you do all your, get all your paperwork done. Make sure when you turn up to an auction, you're organised, you're not stressed, you're not sort of running around in a mad panic um, and you have your number ready to, to go so that um, you're prepared to, to bid at the auction if you're going to. 
So let's have a look at some of those clearance rates. So we talked about the fact that Brisbane is becoming more of a, you know, property market. If we look at the auction clearance rates in Brisbane throughout the uh, five weekends in October and the first weekend in November, so we're looking at a six-week period, the auction clearance rates in Brisbane varied between 63% and 88%. And I will just make a note that 63% was the weekend um, where the Melbourne Cup was being run um, on the following Tuesday. So, you know, not that that reflects, but, you and, know. And we had a long weekend, which is really unusual. Um, they changed the ECA long weekend in Queensland, which is usually in the middle of August um, because of COVID. And um, they changed the long weekend to Friday, the 29th of October. Um, most people left Brisbane for the weekend and went up and down the coast. <laughs> Some people left. Uh, mm. We were still here working. But, yes, it was um, it just wanted to point out the fact that, you know, that weekend was a little bit different to the others. But so it's between 63% and 88%. Now, if we compare that to the same period last year, we had auction clearance rates in the same six-week period last, week, last year that were between 35% and 56% in Brisbane. So that's a huge increase in the clearance rates for auctions that were held um, when we compare year to year. And I've just been looking at some of the auction um, clearance rate changes for other capital cities uh, based on the CoreLogic data that was released yesterday, which was just for um, the most recent week. Now, um, if we look at Sydney, for example, clearance rate of 75.9% compared to 73% last year. So that's actually, you know, very similar. Melbourne, 72% compared to 68%, um, and Brisbane, 84% compared to 36%. That's a huge, huge increase, and, and I guess that's the trend that we're trying to explain here. When the national headlines say that, you know, the clearance rates are slowing down, that is not applying to Brisbane. Our clearance rates have accelerated enormously when we do look back at what we were doing this time last year. Yeah, that's over, over double. Absolutely. From what we were last year. So it, it, is a, it is a big change. Brisbane is changing. Um, and I think the auctions will become more and more uh, common in, in the way that people sell property. So you have to make sure you're organised when you do go to those auctions in a bid. Um, and that is a big change from last weekend as well. So we've got some um, examples of a few mm. auctions that we've actually been um, in attendance at, um, whether bidding or just watching, because obviously part of our role is not just um, to buy, but also to understand the market so that we can help people, our buyers, to um, position themselves for offers. But of course, we're able to share a lot of that knowledge with, you know, people that do tune into the Brisbane Property Podcast as well. And some of these properties we've, we've actually, even if we do go and watch an auction, we go through the house anyway, we have a bit of a look, get an idea what it's like. Some of them have, we've had a bit of a closer look. Um, so we, we get an idea of the standard of the house, um, obviously location, size of block of land um, and the standard of the house. So the first one that we, um, we're going to talk about is a, a property that went to auction on the 26th of October. It was number five, Lacon Street, Holland Park West. That sold at auction for $1.215 million. That's right. And interestingly, that was, uh, what did I say, 26th of October, September 2020 was the last time that property sold for 720000 Yes, you did hear that correctly. In the space of one year and one month, um, that property increased in value from $720,000 to $1,215,000. Now, just to give you some perspective, nothing was done 
on that property in that time. It was not renovated. It was not improved. This property is a standard 630 square metre block of land with an original three bedroom, one bathroom, one car property on site. Now, the appeal in this instance was the location. The, the scarcity in this instance was the fact that this property has the ability to be knocked down um, and it is surrounded by much higher value homes. So, you know, the auction was actually an in-rooms um, auction. Uh, we were in attendance in that instance. Now, the room was actually packed. There were a number of auctions on that night. And what we found is this auction was scheduled to take place at the end. And uh, we realised why, because the majority of people in that room were there to bid on this particular property, which obviously, you know, made the crowd stay. And as soon as this auction finished, uh, the majority of the room did up and leave. So there were multiple bidders on this property. And every day of the week, when you look at the comparative sales in the area, which remember will always be historical, um, no one would have expected this property to achieve that price. Now, it gives you an understanding of what is going on in the current market for properties that have that scarcity factor. And in this case, it wasn't just two bidders pushing that price up. There were multiple bidders still bidding over that $1.2 million price point. Actually, I look in that house myself. Um, there's a bit of termite damage downstairs as well. So um, I did notice that when we walked through. Um, so, yeah, had a bit, of a, a bit of a look at that property. And that's just amazing, nearly $500,000 in, um, in just over 12 months. So um, the next one we'll have a look at um, is over in Oxley, 32 Carlston Street in Oxley. That sold on the 3rd of November and that sold for $980,000. Yes, that particular property um, was uh, a campaign that was um, held over a short period of time and the auction was held midweek and the auction was held via Facebook Live. So it was not um, a live auction as such in-house. Um, it was done through um, Facebook Live. So any registered bidders would be connected with a sales agent and the auctioneer was recorded through Facebook. So a different way to run an auction for sure. Um, but obviously, you know, people are adapting, agents are adapting to, you know, extract the, the, best, the best ways that work for them in the current conditions. Now, um, that particular property was a 607 square metre block of land. It was flood free. Um, with a three-bedroom, two-bathroom property, single-car garage. It was very neatly um, renovated as well. So, um, yeah, not, not a bad proposition for someone who was wanting to get into a flood-free area of Oxley for a very neat and tidy home. And the last time that one sold was actually back in 1995, in March 1995, for 120500 yeah, not a bad return when you look across those years, um, you know, from 125,000 up to 980,000. Now, I will say, I believe there are 14 registered um, to bid on that particular property. I may have that number uh, wrong because we didn't get that confirmation from the agent, but we did get the confirmation from the agent the following day that, uh, uh, as we understand it, that reserve was around the $850,000 mark. So again, when you look at the comparative sales in that location, there were no supporting sales at that level. However, um, there were, you know, still bidders um, competing right up to that $980,000 
price point. So, you know, definitely a record for that type of property in that location once again, um, and an indication of what we are seeing in, you know, a lot of pockets throughout the city. Yeah, I watched that one um, actually live on the on the Facebook Live. A little bit clunky for me, but um, anyway, if that's the way that um, some people are doing it, then, and obviously you have to adapt sometimes, um, but there's nothing like a good live auction out of the property either or in in-house um when it where everyone is there either so i must admit it was um an auction that we were bidding on and the um process was a lot more difficult than being in person live because we were blind to the other bidders uh we had no visual um we couldn't see who was bidding we couldn't see who was still left in the bidding process so you know from a buyer's perspective um it didn't feel as transparent as a typical auction where you would be um, able to see the other bidders or even an online auction using online platforms where you can see the bidder numbers who are still bidding um, because that's done electronically and you can monitor that you know, throughout the process. So a very different way of running an auction. Um, obviously, as a buyer, it's just important to understand that auctions can occur in a multi multiple different ways. You know, now that we've been adapting throughout the pandemic. Face-to-face uh, -face auctions, obviously, the most favourable for any bidders that are out there because you've got full visibility of every other bidder who is in front of you. Obviously, online bidding where you may not see a face as such, but you will see a number and you will see who's still bidding at the same level. Uh, but in this instance, with this Facebook Live, um, it was really blind to who else was putting the bids in at any particular time. So not as favourable for buyers um, because you are blind to who is still bidding and at what level. Yeah, nothing beats going out on a Saturday to an auction when they've got cold drinks and a, a coffee machine and some chocolates and things like that. And that can... happens a lot. You know, it's not <laughs> it's uncommon. It's actually good fun. <laughs> it's not uncommon to turn up at an auction and the agents have arranged the coffee um, guy to, to serve some coffee and cold drinks as you arrive and really auctions are attracting a big crowd in Brisbane even if you are not bidding uh, there's there's definitely a following for a lot of auctions of people just turning up to have a look so you know for um, agents out there that do tune in thanks so much for the coffee that you do put on at some of those auctions it is very much appreciated and just be careful it with the, with the warm weather we have in Brisbane this actually happened to me a little while ago um, where we went to an auction and they had chocolate sitting out there to grab and <laughs> they were a little melted. bit melted <laughs> so Anyway, uh, the, the next one we um, went to uh, an auction, which I actually wasn't there. We do go separate ways on, on weekends where some of the team will go all up. We basically cover all over Brisbane. So um, the next one was number one, Sunbury Street in Geebung. Um, that was sold on the 6th of November last Saturday. That's right. So um, an inner or middle northern uh, ring suburb. So the purchase price of that one or the auction um, amount achieved was $980,000. Now, this property was in original condition, first built um, by the previous owners for, in 1960, never sold until Saturday just passed. Um, it was a four-bedroom, two-bathroom property and um, your typical sort of 1960s red brick. Uh, as I mentioned, original bathroom, original kitchen did need a lot of updating. Um, however, it was in a nice position on an elevated block, um, corner block, and it had really nice views out to the south and to the sort of southwest. Now, that house um, attracted a large crowd. It was an on-site auction. 
And anecdotally, we noticed that a lot of the uh, bidders were, you know, young couples. We assumed first home buyers trying to get into the market. Um, and yeah, that really took off once again. No mm. one would have expected um, a sale of 980000 for that type of property in that particular area. Again, no sales evidence at that level, but when you are bidding by public auction, obviously you've got, um, you know, a record of who else is still bidding at that level. Yeah, interesting getting... That's that's a good price in in Gbun. Good area. Um, good area. Um, the house, as I say, I had a look at, at that property a bit myself. Um, need a little bit of work to tidy it up. You could probably clean it up to live in it, but um, maybe it's an idea of um, and knocking it down in the future um, to build something nice on that on that corner block as well. And possibly off the back of you know the gentrification that we've seen in Wavell Heights over the last five or six months and the prices in that location have really taken off and uh, perhaps people are now looking at that next sub about, which happens, that's the ripple effect. Um, and this is the first sale that we have seen at that level um, for a property that, you know, is needing a lot of work. So um, an interesting trend, uh, something that we're keeping an eye on, of course, and, you know, just something that we wanted to help uh, some of the listeners understand. I will say, and this is a big tip for anyone that does tune into this podcast that will be bidding at auction. There have been so many auctions in person because of the big crowds um, where we are standing fairly close to other bidders. And can I just give all of the buyers a big tip? Please don't talk to your partner, to your friends about your bidding, about your bid limits. Um, I've been standing in a crowd and on multiple occasions, I have heard people discuss where they are going to bid to, where they are going to open the bidding, how they're going to bid. Others can hear you when you are having these conversations. So if I can give you any advice, please don't talk to the people around you about the bidding limits that you have or the amount that you're going to bid. Others can hear you when you are in a crowd. Um, and my you know, I do encourage you to have those conversations before you turn up. So the next property we went, um, had a look at was 48 Paling, um, Paling Avenue, I should say. So 48 Paling Avenue in Wilston. Um, that also sold last Saturday. We're just trying to keep some properties a fairly recent sales, obviously, to keep up to date with what's happening. Um, that one sold last Saturday as well on the 6th of November, and that sold for 2.2 mil. Yeah, now again, this property was advertised as a knockdown property. Nice big block of land, 844 square metres on the top of the hill at Wilston. No city views, but from the front, some elevation and views to the west. So it is a west facing block. Um, and the rear actually adjoins to Eildon Hill, which is a, a nature reserve. So a three bedroom property, two bathrooms, two cars. Um, did need a little bit of work once again. It had a pool out the back as well. Um, there were plans available at that property as well where the previous owners had um, proposed a very large new build. Now, obviously, they decided to offload, but potentially the new owners may either live in the property as is or rebuild that executive home. But, um, yes, top of the hill, very large block of land, 844 square metres and, you know, $2.2 million, and that's almost the land value there. Yeah, good block, good size block of land in, in a really good area, Wilston, um, to, especially up there near Eildon Hill. We may be biased. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one we head over, head over the river, um, this one is 31 Peruba Avenue in Camp Hill. Um, the house, I believe, was was un, un, rentable, unlivable, um, old Queenslander sort of style home. Um, and then it was it sold at uh, auction for 1.815 mil. 
Yeah, so this was um, actually a property that, that did make the news here in Brisbane. So, again, property sold just on the 6th of November, the last Saturday that's passed. Um, it has been advertised as being $500,000 over the reserve. Now, it was an 810-square-metre uh, block of land. It is on two blocks. However, it does have a character Queenslander in the middle of the block. Now, what that means is that um, you cannot remove that character Queenslander home. You cannot demolish that character Queenslander home. So as is, the property cannot be subdivided. Now, there's um, uh, discussions that a neighbour had purchased it, perhaps, you know, between the neighbour's house and this house, if they both shift um, one way or the other, there might be a little 405 square meter block in between. I haven't investigated it that much, but you know, for one million eight hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for a block of land with a very, very original three bedroom 1920s Queenslander that was unrentable or unlivable, um, it gives you an indication of how much people are prepared to pay for the land and for the location. Now, obviously, not all land is worth the same, and it's really important to understand where these desirable pockets are. And when you've got, I think there were more than 50, um, 45 bidders for that, sorry, 45 bids made on that property, um, it gives you an indication of how much people want that type of opportunity. And I believe that was $500,000 over reserve. Correct. Yes. Wow. That's a big amount of money to, to sort of pass through. The owners would have been pretty happy to see that go over reserve and continue on for a while. And it just takes, you know, one or two bidders, or not well, not one, it takes two or more bidders that really want the property. And you can see those prices really escalate. Um, and, you know, I guess that's another reason why we are seeing more sellers choose auction um, as the, the method of sale, because some of the prices that we are seeing being achieved are very strong, regardless of whether it's an on-site auction, um, in-room auctions, or, you know, taking some other format. I hope that the examples that we've shared for you today just give you a snapshot view of what we are seeing by being out and about on the ground throughout different pockets of Brisbane. Yeah, so I think as we as we said, auctions um, becoming a lot more of the norm, I think, here in Brisbane. I think they will continue to grow and become... Um, a lot more common. Um, if it's something you're, you're looking at property and, and you, you're looking to buy a property and is going to auctions, um, we do help with that um, at Streamline Property Buyers. We do do auction bidding only services for people. Um, so if it's something you're interested in and you're looking at a property, um, feel free to reach out and contact us at Streamline Property Buyers. Um, more than happy to have a chat and if we can help out, that, that's fine. Yeah, it's surprising how many, you know, very nervous, very anxious, very emotional bidders that we do see. Um, obviously when we are bidding for clients, it is non-emotional and we are there as professionals just to uh, execute using specific strategies um, that can take the emotion away and, you know, it can help you to secure a property without going beyond what you are comfortable paying. So very happy to talk to anyone that needs an auction bidding service. Yeah, so if it's a husband and wife looking to go to an auction and the husband's doing the bidding, it could be a long, quiet drive home <laughs> if you miss out. So there's a tip, reach out and talk to us. <laughs> um, anyway, it's been good to chat again. Um, bit of inside info on some auctions there today. Um, as usual, I will let Melinda wrap it up. It's been really good talking. Um, I'm sorry I didn't give you the weather update, but we're copying a bit of rain here in Brisbane at the moment. It's a bit muggy and we are getting some storms. So there you go. I had to slide that in at the end. So look, I hope you've had a good week. Um, enjoy um, the rest of the week and, and into the weekend. Um, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now. 
Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. And as I say every week, if you do like the podcast and the information that we share, please don't forget to leave us a review and tell your friends and family uh, to tune in so that they too can benefit from the information that we prepare. Hope you have a great weekend. As Scott said, we look forward to chatting to you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.